0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Saturday, November 14th, 2020. I'm Andrew Hansen alongside Shane Caldwell. And this is our Week 10 Wide Receivers and Tight Ends show. We've already recorded the quarterbacks show. and Shane, now we need to help people figure out who they're going to pair with those quarterbacks. Are you ready to fire this up?
1: Yeah, I'm ready for
0: sure. Let's do it. We got some big totals. Okay. So I want to thank betus.com.pa again uh, for that, wonderful information, wonderful partnership. Go there for all your sports wagering and casino action, game lines, props, you name it. Use that promo code Talk, all one word, and get the 125% first deposit match. All right, Shane, where are we going to start here with some wide receivers?
1: Yeah, I think at the top here, I'm going to start with DeAndre Hopkins. Again, we're going right back to the big, big projected shootout game with the 56 over under Arizona. Two-point favorites at home. Uh, implied total over 29 points. We go right to DeAndre Hopkins. Last week had kind of a disappointing game. Only caught three for 30 against Miami. But you know he facing Xavier Howard, pretty tough corner. He did draw some long pass interference uh, penalties, which doesn't get you the points, but it showed that they're targeting deep down the field and that he's really tough to cover. He'll be going up against, you know, probably quite a bit of Tredavious White, who's been beatable this year. He's been decent, but he isn't a complete shutdown, you know, like he has been in the past. So DeAndre Hopkins who beat them can beat him for sure here. And I think in this type of game environment, this is looking really good. Josh Allen will have plenty of time to hit DeAndre Hopkins for deep underneath intermediate. You don't have to worry about weather in this game. It's it's at home for Arizona in the dome, or even if they open up the roof, I'm sure it's like perfect weather in Arizona. So, uh, so this is looking like a good spot, 8,600 on FanDuel, 7,700 on DK. If you just, we, we do have to mention Devonte Adams, but if you compare his price to Devonte Adams, I think he's a much better value and you don't have to worry about uh, basically a blowout game script that you do in Green Bay and we in crazy weather situations. So this should be a close game, back and forth. So DeAndre Hopkins will be peppered with targets throughout the game, and it should be a good spot for him. So I think he's he's definitely due to have a bounce back game here. So uh, and he's great for these game stats because this is a game you want to have exposure to. Yeah, I'm ready
0: to get started with my lineups on the other side. I'm looking at Stephon Diggs. I think uh, you know Josh Allen will will pepper him with targets. Favorite target, hopefully get him in the end zone at least once. And then I think Cole Beasley's in play out of the slot, especially on DraftKings, where you get the, the PPR scoring. And you'll remember there was a certain guy out of the slot against Arizona. Let's see. It was uh, Tyler Lockett, 15 catches for and three scores. And, of course, Lockett had some incredible downfield catches that game. And so the last time we saw Cole Beasley do that was pretty much never. Uh, so we, we, we know that Beasley doesn't have that ceiling, but if it is a shootout back and forth, more plays are run. Arizona's very up tempo. Um, you know I could see him paying off value. So I like a couple of these Bills wide receivers. but what do you think, Shane? is there room for you know even more exposure to this uh, this
1: game from a passing standpoint? There is, but I got an important question about Cole Beasley. I told you last week that uh, he was a good rapper. Did you have a chance to go listen to some of his <laughs> rap? Well, it's you been better a busy if, week. Okay, well, if you're playing Cole Beasley, when you're setting those lineups Sunday morning, you better be playing a little bit of his rap music. You have to pull it up on YouTube or something, right. okay, if you want to get the good juju going for Cole Beasley there. I, like so that, I just had to throw that in there. Uh, yeah, it, the great thing is this awesome high over-under game shootout type environment, fast-paced teams, you can get value here as well. Uh, how about John Brown coming back off injury and looking healthy here? Josh Allen's going to have a lot of time to hit him deep, and he's he's really fast. I like his matchup against Draker Patrick. He'll avoid mostly Patrick Peterson, and Draker Patrick has not been good in coverage this year. Uh, definitely, he's Uh, will give up big plays and John Brown is a really quick, he's really good on those double moves. He can definitely hit the deep, deep ball here. Josh Allen's shown better accuracy on the deep ball. So I can see John Brown getting involved here. He got 11 targets last week, had a great game and he's super cheap, 5,300 on DK and 5,600 on FanDuel seems way too cheap. So you want to target value guys in really good game environments, high score environments. And John Brown fits the script there perfectly. Um, Also Christian Kirk, he's been ascending, and his prices went up a little bit, but he's still a value price at 6,300 on FanDuel, 5,700 on DK. Christian Kirk also will have a good matchup. They, uh, you know, we know that uh, Josh Norman went out, but then also Levi Wallace, their other corner, who's been good for for Buffalo, is also out. If I read that right, he's on the COVID list as well. So they're down to Tredavious White and no one else, basically. Like You're talking practice squad guys that are going to be matched up on Christian Kirk here. So Christian Kirk at that cheap price against pretty much practice squad guys when he already has Kyler Murray and that great spread offense here, He's going to be peppered with targets here a lot, and he's been an absolute playmaker. Christian Kirk has. They get him involved in multiple ways in this offense. So I look for Christian Kirk and John Brown to be great additions to get value exposure to this Buffalo-Arizona game. So I think those are core guys that are really important plays. Excellent. Well, once we move past this game,
0: uh, assuming we haven't filled out all of our wide receiver spots, uh, where else are you looking? There's a guy that I'm interested in here in the late slate it's a fellow named Keenan Allen great matchup in the slot against Miami will he will he
1: find his way into your lineups yeah, I think he's, he's facing up with Nick Needham out over there right. in Miami, who every week gets torched, it seems like, in the slot. And, yes. You know, Keenan Allen, I always call him, he's like the technician, the route runner. You know? He's, you know, he's a physical guy, but just his fundamentals and his route running is just too good. Too good that to, he's uncoverable, pretty much. And he's been consistently one of the best receivers all year. And you put him in a great matchup here because you don't really want to attack them on the outside with, you know, again, we mentioned Xavier Howard and those guys – uh in byron jones so you're going to exploit the middle of the field with keenan allen he's going to line up in the slot quite a bit here his price is still reasonable for the amount of targets in the upside that he has. So he's also a great pivot off like your Devontae Adams of the world there. As a guy that's in good weather game, it should be a pretty good shootout. I think that this uh, this LA Chargers-Miami game should turn into a, a shootout. And I kind of like the fact they're underdogs. They're going to have to keep passing. So Keenan Allen, 7,800 on FanDuel, 7,100 on DK. I think he's a, he's a great value this week. And I think he's in a blow-up spot once again. I, I agree. All right, there's another game here in the late slate that I'm
0: excited about. And if you missed the quarterbacks podcast that we did, go check that out. I like Jared Goff this week. Rams are coming off a bye. They get Seattle in their 32nd-ranked pass defense with a couple corners out. And so that's that's the perfect situation for these wide receivers. Because remember, the Rams really like to focus their targets on just a few guys, unlike – some of these other teams will have eight different receivers catch a ball in the first quarter. You know, you don't get that with the Rams. So it's going to be Cup and Woods and Josh Reynolds that are all in play for me on DraftKings. You know, with Cooper Cup in the slot, here's all you need to know about that matchup. In case you've forgotten, Julian Edelman, eight for 179 against Seattle. You remember that? He had basically half of his season production in mm-hmm. that matchup. So I like Cooper Cup here. And as I mentioned, Woods and Reynolds um, really excited about this passing
1: attack against Seattle. Awesome. And then you could bring it back right on the other side there with our guy, Tyler Lockett. You know, every week it's Tyler. You're going to go to Tyler Lockett or you're going to go to the human he-man, basically, over there with D.K. Metcalf. (laughs) So uh, I think in this case, you know, you try to you want to try to avoid some of the outside coverage with the uh, L.A. Rams here as they they might be a little more competitive against a big physical D.K. Metcalf, but in the slot you can exploit them. So Tyler Lockett, this is definitely one of those games like we we talked about a few weeks ago where they might game plan a little more to Tyler Lockett. Um, D.K. will still be involved, but this looks like a great uh, shootout environment, and they're actually underdogs. So uh, a couple point underdogs, so they should be they could be potentially be behind in a divisional matchup on the road and have to pass. And again, it's great. It's in a dome. So it's a great game environment in terms of the weather. So Tyler Lockett's pretty reasonably priced. Uh, I, I like 6,500 on DK. That's pretty cheap to me uh, because he's had a couple of kind of dud games. But we know what this guy's capable of in the correct matchup and the ga- correct game plan. And this looks like the the type of week where Ky- Tyler Lockett goes off. So I think Tyler Lockett's definitely a guy that you can get a bounce back game from him this week in a, in a really good spot.
0: Yeah, the game total on betus.com.pa is now 54 and a half. And there has been some money coming in on the Rams because they are now favored by two and a half. So um, looking for some uh, big scoring here from uh, both sides. Looking forward to that game for sure. Well, we have been focusing on the four o'clock games. Let's start to um, spread our wings a little bit here and look at some other options, including the one o'clock games with. We- can't forget that there are some football games being played, five of them to be exact. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> for my, I've got one more wide receiver recommendation here. It's more of a GPP play. It's Jerry Judy. We know that he has a questionable tag, so make sure to stay tuned for those injury updates. Um, if you're a member, of course, we'll be chatting with you about that in our Discord right up until lock. Um, no pun intended. With with Drew Lock chucking it to him, and they really got connected last week as. Judy went for seven, 125 against Atlanta. And it's a good matchup here against Vegas, a below average pass defense, over under on BetUS 50 and a half. So we could see some points scored here. Um, and so the you know the only question mark is his health. Will he be ready to give a full effort like he did last week? So that's why for me, he's a little bit more of a GPP play.
1: Awesome. Yeah, and then you could look at uh, other guys in the mid-price range. You could look at Terry McLaurin going against my Detroit Lions at Detroit there. I mean, if Washington's going to score and win this game, that's probably going to be one of the best guys to go to here. Detroit secondary has been horrible in coverage. I mentioned earlier in the week, probably Desmond Trufant on there. Trufant's played a little better lately, but I don't think he can match up with Terry McLaurin. Uh, you're going to get a little bit lower A-dot with Terry McLaurin with Alex Smith in there because he's kind of the game manager checkdown king. But the good news is Terry McLaurin is one of the best run after the catch, explosive playmaking, tight wide receivers. So even if they are shorter wide receiver screens and slants, he can still really get wide open and get a ton of run after the catch. And I think I think you're looking at like 12 to 14 targets at least and probably catching at least 8 to 10 of those balls. So I think that Terry McLaurin's in a great spot here because of the the massive volume and the, and the upside with the run after the catch ability. Um, so I like Terry McLaurin here going against Detroit. That could be a sneaky shootout if the, we get a little bit of scoring in that game because um, I think Detroit can score on Washington as well. Um, and then the other one that is kind of sneaky – you know, DJ Chark looked really good with John, with uh, Luton in, Jake Luton in there last week. And Luton's not afraid to throw the deep ball. He's not the check down. He's kind of the opposite um, of Alex Smith, you know, um, so he's actually trying to throw the ball deep, and DJ Chark hits those deep passes really good, and they're going to be probably down at Green Bay. So it's a great game script for them just to sling the ball around and DJ Chark to get all kinds of garbage time in the second half. And it also helps that Jair Alexander, who we talk about every week as a shutdown corner, Jair Alexander is going to be most likely out with an injury here. Um, You know, I think they do have, what's his name, Kevin King coming back for Green Bay, but it's still – going to be a mismatch dj chark will have a great matchup on the outside and they'll move him around and exploit these matchups on the outside and they're gonna have to pass the ball here um the weather doesn't look great but all he's got to do is hit a couple deep shots and you know get a, get a few touchdowns here and dj chark will be in good shape and he's and he's fairly affordable so the matchup suddenly looks a lot better here and it's a great script uh for that comeback mode a lot of a lot of targets here for dj chark excellent yeah Another thing to monitor, as the winds right now are projected
0: to be about 22 to 24 miles an hour, so uh, with those gusts, certainly a concern. So uh, continue to stay with us on Sunday and uh, see what those latest updates are. All right, Shane, let's take a quick break before we get to tight ends and hear from our partners at betus.com.pa.
2: Wake up, sports bettors. Sports are in high gear at BetUS.com, so put down the beer and make every sporting event more exciting by putting stakes on the line at BetUS. Earn bragging rights over your friends as you rake in the cash from each week's betting action. But don't settle for any other book. Choose America's favorite sports book with over 25 trusted years in the industry, BetUS. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, but more importantly, you need a sports book that pays. BetUS has your game with action on football, baseball, basketball, MMA, golf, horse racing, and even esports. No other sportsbook welcomes newcomers like BetUS with their jaw-dropping sign-up bonuses. Sign up now with promo code CoachTalk for 125% sign-up bonus up to two grand. The best in the biz. Now you have the best book in the business with the best DFS provider in the business, Coach Talk. Create your account to make point spread bets, futures bets, prop bets, entertainment bets, live bets, and more. No other sportsbook is as committed to their members as BetUS. Sign up now and get in on the winning side of the ball. Welcome back,
0: and thank you for that wonderful offer from BetUS. Again, that's available to all listeners here. You don't have to be a member of DFS Coach Talk. Just go to betus.com.pa and use that promo code COACHTALK. All right, Shane, it's time for
1: some tight ends in week 10. Where are we starting? Yeah, I mean, we could start with my guy, uh, TJ Hawkinson. Um, It looks like you're going to get him at probably a little bit lower ownership because he popped up on the injury report on Thursday with the toe injury and did not practice. That's highly concerning. But when I looked into it a little more, what it looks like to me – is that he's been having this lingering toe issue, and they just gave him the day off on Thursday to get a little bit more rest, and then they let him have a limited practice to hopefully avoid any further setbacks on Friday. So I think he's going to be a full go, and I think that they're just load managing him to make sure he's fresh for this game, because without Kenny Galladay, they really need Hawkinson as one of their main playmakers in the passing game. They really need him as a wide receiver, so it's not like he's going to be in blocking a lot. So he's, I think he's due for one of those games where he's going to get probably upwards 10 targets which is huge at the tight end position and he is a pretty good playmaker in terms of run after the catch and you'll notice uh, he gets a touchdown almost every single game, um, which is why he's like the, the tight end number three in PPR this, this year, which ch- tells you how bad the tight end position is because Hawkinson hasn't had any big explosive blow-up games. He's just really consistently steady and pretty solid every single week. So I think it's a pretty good matchup against Washington's linebackers and safeties, and they're going to need him this week. You know, uh, I don't think they're going to be able to pound the ball against Washington's pretty tough front, and a lot of those short little screens and short uh, passes to Hawkinson and relying on his big athletic ability and run after the catch ability, uh, they're going to need him. So I like Hawkinson, and you're kind of paying up, and you're probably you know getting him at a little bit lower ownership here because of the questionable tag. So you, I think you can fire him up this week at, at home. He's going to be a critical part of the Detroit passing attack.
0: All right, excellent. Well, speaking of 10 targets, first guy I'm looking at is Darren Waller. He got that last week, and now he's facing up against Denver. Now, they're – Solid against tight ends overall in terms of the scoring they've allowed, but Gronk had six catches against them. Hayden Hurst got seven, so I think Waller could get eight or nine if he gets all those targets. Uh, you got to pay out for him a little bit at fifty nine hundred on DraftKings, but I would feel pretty good about that.
1: Nice, uh, yeah. I also here's another guy that was injured for a little bit that came back uh, that I think is due for a big game here, and his price. It's pretty cheap over on DraftKings is Dallas Goddard. Uh, Dallas Goddard, you know, he hasn't had a ton of games with him being the man here with Zach Ertz and Zach Ertz went out because Zach Ertz and Goddard were both injured. And then Goddard came back and he hasn't had many, many games. Um, They had their bye week in there and he's had one game back. So goddard i think is due for a big game here and he's going to be a major part of this passing attack i just think that i i like the philadelphia offense this week overall with all their weapons back and he'll be a red zone threat and again he's just a big tall explosive athlete and that's what you want i think he's going to get a good amount of targets over the middle we will be able to exploit the linebackers and the safeties again for the giants and I like his price on DraftKings at 4,200. And if you pay up for him on FanDuel at 5,800, that's a little bit contrarian. I think you're going to get him lower ownership here. So Dallas Goddard, guy that hasn't done anything for a while, but I would expect him to have one of his big games here. I think he's a he's a big bounce back candidate that you can get at low ownership. All right, and I like the guy
0: on the other sideline in that game, Evan Ingram. He's had two straight games with ten targets, and going up against Philly. That's a great matchup. They've given up the third most points to opposing tight ends this year. So Evan Ingram for me, a nice price at forty five hundred on Draftkings feel better and better about how they're using him in the offense. so I feel I feel better and better about using him on a weekly basis.
1: Awesome. Yeah, he's another one of those big explosive athletes. And to continue with that theme here, we're looking at these guys that are just specimens in terms of size and speed and everything. Uh, going out to uh, the Denver Broncos at the Las Vegas Raiders. I think it's a good matchup for Noah Fant. You know, uh, I know uh, Drew Locke's, you know, uh, college buddy there, Albert O's, on, is injured now. So, you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about him taking some fluke touchdown away or something right. like that. You know, so uh, he would get a couple of targets. Noah Fant looks like he's he's getting better and better every single week. He went out with an ankle injury and was kind of in and out of the game last week. But he still had a decent, you know, decent game. I think he's due for, again, more targets. Uh, love his run after the catch ability, a guy that size that can run like a four or five is just ridiculous. So, yeah, he's a big physical guy here. Uh, Las Vegas has not been great against the tight end, so you can exploit them in that matchup. I expect that to be a pretty, uh, pretty high scoring game there. We got it's over 50-50 over under, which is what you want here, 50 and a half over under. Um, and they're underdogs on the road, so they're going to have to pass there. So I, I look for Noah Fant to be heavily involved, especially if Jared Judy is somewhat limited, which we don't really know for sure yet. Noah Fant could get even more targets. So And he's pretty reasonably priced still, again, a guy that I think has really big upside here, and I think he's he's going to come on strong and just keep getting better every week. So you got to get him while he's still cheap. So I, I'm a big fan of Noah Fant this week as well. Indeed. All right, I've got a guy who's $500 cheaper on
0: DraftKings. Eric Ebron and the Steelers are going up against Cincinnati. Awesome matchup for tight ends. Uh, really, really uh is an, is a prime opportunity for Ebron. A little bit of an issue though with the wind. obviously, the passing attack is uh, has a question mark over it for that reason. but again, we're talking about tight end here. Uh, I'm I'm pretty confident that Big Ben can get it to Ebron against Cincinnati regardless of the wins. so, there's another guy I'm looking at if you want to save a little money from Fant and
1: Ingram in that mid-range. Awesome. I'm going to go down to a value guy who's a little bit under the radar cuz he just came back from injury, but I like the opportunity here. I'm kind of look I'm looking at Jordan Reed for the San Francisco 49ers here. They're at New Orleans. Uh pretty, you know, pretty easy matchup. New Orleans gives up quite a bit of production against tight ends. And Jordan Reed is a great athlete. You know, everyone knows when he's healthy, he plays good. He doesn't stay healthy for very long. But for DFS, we only need him healthy for one game, one week, right? That's the idea. That's right. And if you're looking at a price point, or you know, five thousand on FanDuel, thirty-five hundred on DK, he's kind of your pump play. But also, you got to think about it with uh, you know Kittle being out and Debo Samuel being out. They're superstars. Those targets have to go somewhere. For Nick Mullins or whatever quarterback they decide to play, you know, within there. Uh, so I like I like the matchup and the opportunity for Jordan Reed and what I'm banking on is that he's getting a full practice in now that he actually is coming back from his knee injury healthy and he did have a ceiling game earlier in the year so I think he's fully capable of a ceiling game here and I haven't heard a lot of chatter about Jordan Reed which tells me I, I like that I like him at lower ownership flying under the radar getting a super super rock bottom price here for a guy that's super talented when he can when he can stay healthy and uh, they, need, they need people that can make plays in this offense in the passing game because they're very scarce and he's the type of guy that can do that for
0: him yes he is all right one more for me Shane it's Austin Hooper again if you want to get under that 4k price tag on DraftKings Cleveland is playing Houston another weather game of course so hopefully Mayfield will go with the short passes to Hooper sort of middle of the road uh, matchup in terms of overall stats but uh, Ferkser recently went for eight catches over 100 yards and a score so I think Hooper can do that as well Coming back from that appendectomy um, in in the weather game, so he's a guy that you go to as well.
1: Awesome. Do you have one more for us? Yeah, one more uh, dumpster diving guy here. If you need to go down to the cheap price, you want to punt the position. You can go back to Logan Thomas here, talked about a lot about him. He's been pretty solid, consistent. I mean, again, Alex Smith is the check down master. I mean, he's going to be, I think, I think uh, Logan Thomas can definitely catch five or six balls, even if they're short passes, you know, he's got a little bit of athleticism run after the catch. He's just a really tall, big target. So I could see him definitely getting some red zone targets here against uh, my Detroit lions here. The lions have been decent against tight ends, but they haven't really faced a lot of like really elite tight ends here. Not that Logan Thomas is elite, but I think he has a good, uh, good matchup and I wouldn't call it a revenge game, but Logan Thomas, uh, developed with the Detroit Lions as a tight end. So it's a game where he's going back to where he developed as a tight end, where he played for us in the past, and he wants to prove himself that he is a legit tight end now. So it's not that they left on bad terms, but I think it is kind of a, a little bit of a revenge narrative there. Um, and going back to Detroit, and uh, yeah, I think that, again, they don't really have that many good pass catchers of, outside of Terry McLaurin. So someone's got to catch the passes, and you can certainly exploit Detroit's defense. And like I said, this game could actually have a little bit of scoring, even though it's not a really high over under so logan thomas super cheap 3300 on dk 4900 on fanduel is actually not bad either so all he needs to do is catch a touchdown and you're good
0: excellent well now that we've discussed the wide receivers and tight ends if you want to join us to get those full lineups we give those out to our members so go to dfscoachtalk.com to get a membership and then about 45 minutes before kickoff on sunday here for week 10 We'll give out our full FanDuel lineups, cash lineup, two GPPs, and then the coach's clipboard on DraftKings with core plays and pivots. So uh, jump in with the weekly or monthly membership, and we'll give you those lineups. We also give out lineups for the Sunday night game, Monday night, Thursday night. So we've got you covered for all those slates. We'd love to have you. Great community of members. And then on social media, you can also – Chat with us there. Shane is at D-E-T Sports Shane. I am at Language Olympic. The coach is at J-O-E-S-A-R-E-I. And then on YouTube, if you could, if that's where you're taking in this podcast, it is in front of the paywall. We'd love it if you would hit the like button, the subscribe, hit the alert button so you know when the podcasts post. We've already uh, sent out the quarterbacks podcast for week 10. Up next is running backs. So make sure to tune in for all those to get ready for the Week 10 main slate. And then, again, we'd love to have you as a member to get to those final lineups. So DFSCoachTalk.com for all of that. Uh, Bottom line, thank you all for joining us here on this podcast, and we look forward to seeing you next time as we look to crush it in DFS.